on the last episode of the incredible critics welcome to another edition of incredible critics incredible not because they're great mostly because our incredibility incredibility <laughs> incredibility what's oh my gosh ben i forget how hard let's your job is let's start over bum bum i do i forget you can't see my face so you can't tell that i'm laughing That's um true. That's true. uh wait how does he start real quick hold on it's it's was it's welcome to incredible critics uh, not incredible yeah. not because we're incredible great. not because we're awesome but because no. something something our credibility Okay, gotcha. Normally, I joke about Frankie's ensemble. Um, okay. Yeah. All of those were so, so wrong. We are the incredible critics. <laughs> incredible, not because we're great, but because our credibility should seriously be questioned. Clearly. Clearly. I, <laughs> I am Ben Franco. This week, we're going to be talking about what's on and then talking about Cloverfield Paradox. Joining me today is Tim Lasers Gruber. Pew pew. Everybody. What's going on, Tim? That's the sound lasers make. Pew pew. Pew pew. Not a lot, yeah, I, bro. I, I, I haven't given you that intro a lot. I don't know if we I still, know. Uh, I know. you know, we need to do it's that. It's a classic. Yeah. It's a classic. It's fine. There we go. And uh, Frankie, number two, Fusco. Hey, Ben. <laughs> How's it going, Frankie? It's going good, man. How are you? I'm glad to have you back. Uh, we we crumbled and fell to pieces without you. Uh, it was our highest rated show of all time, but I mean, besides that part, everything else was just a mess. Undeniable. Without you. It was undeniably our highest rated. I was gonna I say mean, what? How are we honesty, determining that? Oh, by the schematics. The you know checking to see how many downloads and views and, and. Oh man. Well, before we get into it, we are going to be talking about, as I said, from the top of the show, Cloverfield Paradox. But first, a little tease with our five-word reviews of Cloverfield Paradox. Tim, why don't you take it away? Okay, here's my five words. Bad, ridiculous, really enjoyed it. Nice, nice. Mine is, uh, wait, that Cloverfield movie franchise? And Frankie? Mine is fake science mumbo-jumbo monsters <laughs> i nailed like it. it i like nailed it. <laughs> oh man guys what's been going on how's your guys week been my week has been phenomenal ben it's been yeah. like the best week that's ever happened ever i want to um, say this is probably the best dressed you've ever been on an episode that's true. Oh, they're the most dressed. <laughs> funny enough, <laughs> yeah, the most dressed. Not, both well, I was going to say, funny enough, not wearing pants, just wearing this button-up shirt. <laughs> this is what I wore out today. I had to run some errands, and I came home and uh, was like, oh, I'll leave this on for the podcast. And then when I get up at some point in time to close the door, uh, they'll <laughs> see I'm not wearing pants. So it, w- it was great. No, great week. Uh, and by that, I'm being incredibly sarcastic because um, – just post Super Bowl week and how much I despise the Eagles. It was just full of Eagles everywhere in Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, when I was in places waiting in line, um, it was just people talking about the Eagles and on TV. I couldn't watch any sports channels. It was just horrible. It was, I deserved every minute of it because of how much I bashed them and live here. So I, I, I'm okay with it, but it was, it was a rough week, but I did get to see a couple of cool, cool movies. And so um, bounces out, I guess. All right. There you go. How was your week then? 
Uh, my week was crazy busy. Um, we had a bunch of family in town. Noel was dedicated this weekend. Um, so we had a bunch of family in town just to hang out and, and be here for that. And it just made everything crazy. And then, gosh, there's just so much. Not It's not even worth getting into. But it was a lot of fun. Great to see everybody. And, uh, and yeah, we had, we had a lot of fun. Did you tell them all to rate our podcast? Yeah, I should have just gotten all their phones and rated it for them. It's not even, not even. Yeah, that's them. that's what I do when I yeah, meet right. people from my family. Yeah, I just grab their phones awesome. and rate it. Yeah, Tim, how was your week? It was good because I got to tune into a lot of sports channels. Why? Not because of the Eagles, because of the Olympics. Nice. You guys watching some Olympics? Yes, absolutely. Am I wrong yeah. for not really liking the Winter Olympics? I feel like yeah, it's you're not very the wrong. real Olympics. No, you're you're extremely wrong. Oh, okay. All right. So I. I don't agree with you. However, I did have a realization that I think that the Winter Olympics are not as much fun because the sports that are in them are less accessible, right? Like Summer Olympics, uh, you, can okay. go, you can go jump in a pool and swim a little bit. You can go play basketball. You can go play volleyball. Name one Winter Olympic sport that you can like go pick up and do right now. Uh, the I one mean, where you ski and then shoot stuff. Right. <laughs> no, no, wait, no, wait. I can't do that. No, Which wait, that wait. one. Okay. That's like just two random things that they put together. It's like, no, it's so awesome. <laughs> ru- <laughs> I don't disagree, but it's like run a hundred meters and then make an omelet. And then we're going to judge you. On I'm actually down with that. I'm down. I, with that. That's the next Olympic event. No, I feel you. Like that's exactly what my problem is. Well, my issue is really that it's just all snow stuff. Whereas, like, the Summer Olympics... Winter. I, I know that, and I get that's, that's why it's all snow That's snow. the whole point. But I'm just saying that it's it's all... Um, the Summer Olympics has all different types of sports. Indoor, outdoor, uh, you know, track and field, basketball, to volleyball on the beach, and basketball, you know, and just shooting and, and everything like that. Whereas the Winter Olympics, everything is just... Oh, indoor, hey, outdoor. Or let's hockey, ski really fast. Let's skating. ski... It's all on the field. snow, is what ice I'm saying. Skating. It's all either ice skating or snowboarding. That's it. It's either going, you know, it's all different. It's all different versions of those things. And shooting, uh, ski skiing is just snowboarding. The snowboard It's just ice skating in a car. Uh, yeah. Sign <laughs> me up. <laughs> so sick. I'm just not. The only cool thing about the Winter Olympics is curling, and everyone knows it. Curling is yeah. sick. Curling is pretty sick. No, but I, I mean, I hear you, Frankie, but you're still wrong. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, thanks to uh, Frankie's Comcast subscription, I've been able to enjoy the Olympics. So thank you, Frankie. Oh, you're welcome. You're very much welcome. Yeah, the NBC app. Have you guys checked out the NBC app? It's really good. I have not. You I can watch out some other. Here, you you keep going. Oh, sorry. You can watch everything live and then you can still watch like the the re-air that they do later that night and you can just like hop around and check out different sports and stuff like that and also watch highlights but you have to have a cable subscription that's the only downside to it i was gonna say um we we've been able to watch some olympics wherever on our phones because we have the direct what is it direct tv now Oh, nice. Um, so because of uh, changing my phone plan, which is a banter for another episode, I'd tell you right now, because uh, that was a pain. But uh, because of that, we got uh, we have direct TV now uh, through our phone service, and it actually works really well. And it doesn't use a satellite. 
Nice. Crazy. Or damn it. I signed up for that for for one month because it was free and it was really good interface and it's really affordable. I just, you know, still not worth the money, but you were probably getting it for free. So, yes, definitely. Nice. Well, let's keep talking about what's on in our segment with the worst music ever. That doesn't oh, say anything sorry. at the end. I'm telling you, it, it doesn't. It does. It you does not. don't hear it, but it what? does. It's, it's the worst. <laughs> Did you hear my awesome song last week? Can we just use that all the it, time? No, we can't. <laughs> I wish we could. If we you can. want to pay for the. No, you can't. It doesn't first work off, it's that way. Less than 15 seconds, and we're not making any money on the podcast. Or whatever you want. Yes, you can. I'm pretty sure it's called a sample. Frankie, but no. Frankie, when Dr. Doesn't, Pepper doesn't and Vidding anyway, finally Frankie, call us. Tell me, uh, besides. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Frankie, besides uh, the Eagle coverage, what have you been watching? Uh, so I went to the movies this week and saw The Greatest Show, The Greatest Showman. Is that what it was called? Um, oh, nice. We're seeing that next week. Yeah, The Greatest Showman. It was awesome. Actually, it was a very um, family-friendly, a lot of fun uh, movie. And I went with uh, my wife. She loved it. Um, you know, Zac Efron and uh, Wolverine. So I was happy with Wolverine. But uh, it was it was a lot of fun. That's actually I, how they're billed in the credits. Yes, Zac, Zac Efron, Efron. <laughs> Wolverine. And uh, no, no, it was it was it was a great it was a great time. I really enjoyed it. I I went into it not thinking I was gonna like it that much. Um, just because musicals are always hit or miss with me. But that was not the case at all. It was a lot of fun. Incredibly inaccurate. Like just like a lot of stuff just made up about P.T. Barnum that um wasn't true at all. But if you you know, as long as that doesn't bother like you. Like he wasn't Wolverine, is that what you mean? <laughs> yeah, like he wasn't like yeah, at one point or... he had cause. <laughs> and I was like, this doesn't seem right. Um makes a good no, musical though. It, it was a great musical. Uh, <laughs> no, right, hang on. Question. Really yeah, question. How long would you wait in line for a Wolverine musical? I would start today and then whenever it came out. <laughs> um, but no, I actually really enjoyed it. I think you're going to like it. It's uh, I very rarely go see anything family friendly. Um, and so Frankie's I, just that type of guy. It's just, oh, that, Frankie. Just not, with the exception of Pixar movies. Um, yeah, but it was it was great. I definitely recommend that everyone should go see it. Um, it was a lot of fun. Nice. Anything and, else? Yeah, um, I'm gonna butcher. I'm trying to look up the name of it because I keep gonna butcher it. All right, Tim. Uh, go, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so yeah, you keep looking that up. Uh, okay. And and get in line for that Wolverine musical. Uh, is it no. Um. So oh. we have been finally. This is this is it. Tonight's the night. We are finishing Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. Everybody. Oh my gosh! So wait, wait, thank wait. God we can finally stop hearing about yeah, this. And next, we can move on to Stargate SG-1, baby. Oh, yeah. Um, Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I quit. I quit. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to play that? Listen, I want to travel to Australia so that I can meet the Dundies. No. (laughs) So I can get get a Dundee? I don't know. Anyways, yeah, so we're, we're finally finishing that. So 
uh, I'm excited. You know, I've been I've been actually um, also looking into a lot of this is what's on uh, through the interwebs for me. Yeah, that counts. Is, I've been yeah is I've been looking into a lot of the these new details coming out with um, Star Wars. So did you guys hear the Star Wars news uh, this week? Uh, which one? The um so the the two main showrunner guys from Game of Thrones are hired by Star Wars. Oh yes. to make a series of Star Wars movies. Crazy. And also another that series Solo of Star Wars trailer, Yeah. Yes. So it is separate from Not Ryan Johnson. Rain, already Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Got, yeah. Ryan Johnson is doing a trilogy separate from these guys. Um. So it just a really it's interesting and strange, right? Because Disney has straight up said that when they launch their streaming service, and I, I mean, maybe you guys, you guys tell me different. When they launch their streaming service, though, they've they've said outright this week that they will not uh, be streaming any R-rated content, right? Right. So I doubt they would make an R-rated Star Wars, but it's weird because these guys clearly the content that's in, in game of Thrones would fall into that territory if it was in a cinema, but I've been, I've been just reading all kinds of different uh, info about it and checking out, you know, some different ideas. A lot of people think if they do an old Republic thing, that it'll be these guys doing that, which I think would be more interesting than Ryan Johnson. I think Ryan Johnson could just go do a new crazy thing. Right. Wherever. Yeah. Give these guys some extended universe source material kind of you know and just say go off of this and make a thing up and do your thing right so anyways that's all that's what that's what's been on here ben nice frankie what what else had you been watching netflix series uh called altered carbon yeah i, I heard that was really good keep messing it up because if you look at the font that it is on netflix it's just yeah. horrendous and you can't really make it out this fair warning um for tawny and for anybody else listening it's on definitely, not, definitely not family friendly there is no way it's on vidangel it is absolutely i promise you yeah, it's, it's, on, it's on everything on netflix is on vidangel bro i i understand you pretty I'm much telling you that i don't that understand font looks awesome you, i don't know what you're, you're talking about your vidangel might explode trying to censor out i'll let you know because i plan on watching it at some point because there's just there's just too many scenes that is not um family friendly but it other than that the story is great it's very you know it's kind of original and the acting was pretty awesome and the overall uh context of the show is just is pretty awesome i really enjoyed it i binged it in i think a day and a half so nice well i've been watching I, i got to watch two movies that I had been uh, just skipped out on and just missed. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and right from the top, say I doubt either of you will have seen these movies or would like them if you watch them. Uh, But really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Really? Really? Oh yeah. Yeah. I I was was doing it for you. That's fine. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, Yeah. So (laughs) um, the first one is it comes at night. And the second one is a ghost story. Have either of you guys seen either of these films? Wanna guess no? Uh, I've heard I'm of it comes remember. in later. Yeah. So both of them are kind of, well, so it, I thought it comes at night was going to be like a horror film. It's not really. It's just like a um it's kind of like a thriller, like almost like uh almost like the village, uh, I would say. Um, but it's with uh 
uh, what's the name? Joel Egerton. And it is, it's really good, but the, the ending is really ambiguous without giving too much away. Um, it, you know, the, it ends on so many questions that you're not quite sure how it ended or, or you're not quite sure what the ending means. Um, but I really enjoyed it. Super intense. So it's like something's gone on in the outside world, some sickness and they're, uh, you know, tucked away from it. And then here's what happens when another family comes in. It's really intense, really good. Um, I enjoyed it, but only after like reading a lot about it after I finished watching it. Um, and then a ghost story, a ghost story stars uh, Rooney Mara and Casey Affleck. And here's here's how I will put this. If the thought of watching a movie where Casey Affleck plays a ghost in a bedsheet, literally <laughs> a literal bedsheet. <laughs> so they wanted to use a literal bedsheet, but it didn't quite work right. So, so instead it's a they, fabric. It's a fabric. <laughs> um, but not a comedy completely serious if that idea is like oh that's interesting then you'll love this movie um but it's a very stream of consciousness type film very uh very different very original very question mark question mark you know as you're watching it and you're like figuring out what's going on but uh throw some glitter make it rain kesha makes a cameo so there's that. What? Yeah. Kesha with the dollar sign or without the dollar with sign? With the dollar sign. With the dollar sign. Well, because listen, I hear now she's going without the dollar sign, guys. What's uh, that about? Gosh, I don't. That's going to that is going to be an incredible critics investigative reporting <laughs> uh, in never. Um, but yeah, those are the two movies that I've seen. Uh, definitely check them out if you're into uh, strange but good movies like me. Guys, uh, don't, don't don't check those out next we wanted to talk about the cloverfield paradox three, three, three. morning beautiful two, two, two. two i'm getting sick of only seeing you on a screen one one, one. please god <laughs> be on our side standing by for your go fingers crossed <laughs> what is happening that is that the is trailer the for the cloverfield paradox that is the most upbeat trailer for a movie that had nothing to do with being upbeat nothing not even and a little bit what is happening should the have been the tagline for the movie <laughs> uh so i think with this film i think when we, i think the way we need to talk about it is talking about how it was released first and then talking mm. about the actual movie that is definitely the most unique part of the movie so the the movie was released uh, a little over a week ago uh they uh netflix bought the rights from paramount they spent like 50 million dollars to get the rights from it they released the first trailer for the movie during the super bowl and the movie dropped right after the super bowl and <laughs> Yeah, co- completely unprecedented. They had like their little thing. Uh, the the title card at the end said "coming very soon," and then they announced, you know, right after the Super Bowl, this is coming out. What did you guys think of that move? Do you think it's gonna pay off for them or no? I think it was a genius move. It did pay off for them because if this movie would have been released in theaters, 
and had trailers, it would have bombed horribly. The <laughs> fact that it got all of the press that it did because it was being released right after the Super Bowl, not even critics had a chance to go view it. So it, first off, it missed all the the bat, critic bashing that it, that it got afterwards. Which it would have gotten, yeah, and nobody would have gotten seen. beforehand. No one would have wanted. To, a lot of people would have not wanted to go see it. This was brand new. Hey, see this for the first time with everybody else in the world who's seeing it. And I'm sure they got tons of clicks and tons of uh, viewers going to it and watching it just because for that alone. I mean, that's why I went. I, you know, I'm not even a huge fan of the Cloverfield universe. I guess it is now. Um, I the Cloververse. Was, the Cloververse. I guess it was, you know, they're interesting, but I, not like my favorite movie. But I hopped right on the next day to watch it. And much to my disappointment. Okay, well, we're getting to that in a second. I think it was a genius move. I think it was a move both to avoid negative press from critics and also a move to um, adhere to millennials because that is what millennials want, right? We want instant gratification right away, immediately being able to see something. So I think they kind of nailed it when it comes to that. Um and so, and the other thing is that it's, and this is what my kind of my review comes down to. I assume that everybody already has a Netflix subscription. So if you already have a Netflix subscription, you've already paid to have access to this film and it's worth watching. You know, that's what I would say about this film. It's not a great film, but if you're into sci-fi films, there's enough new things here. And if you like the Cloverfield franchise, there's enough that you would want to keep up on or, or, you know enough information that you would want to go with to want to watch the film and to merit watching the film not a great film but worth seeing guys what what did you think of the cloverfield paradox uh spoiler free first let's just do like a minute spoiler free okay so yeah for for what it was worth uh like what my five word review said it, it really wasn't a great movie first story wise it wasn't right. maybe it wasn't written very well i don't know but it was really enjoyable and i think <laughs> for me because um uh i'm into all all, all things sci-fi and i've seen a lot of really really bad sci-fi movies and there's so many movies way worse than this right. <laughs> um i think what i said to you guys was something along the lines of like it was it's it's probably the best B sci-fi movie that's ever been released (laughs) right and i say that because i mean it it was basically direct to video and b because the the writing was real wacky um but uh i i enjoyed it and i and, and you know what i enjoy that they used a lot of tropes from other things and i enjoy that they did some just weird stuff just because and uh you know, it's interesting that they decided to make it a Cloverfield movie. I'll yeah. say that yep. because it uh, initially it wasn't at all. It, this movie was called God God Particle right. before, and uh, it, it it basically had nothing to do with Cloverfield. And they pretty much after the movie was over and they had been doing test screenings, they added that kind of all those little things in about Cloverfield stuff. And they added the whole uh, second storyline in about her husband. Right. Um, so very interesting, but yeah, I enjoyed it. It was bad, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> all right, Frankie. Um, <laughs> uh, it was, I wouldn't watch it. 
I would I wouldn't recommend uh, if we're going down the the panel. I'm telling you, listeners, do not watch this movie. You'll be better off without it. unless you really love the Cloverfield uh, franchise and you like want to see it. It gives you answers, but then also gives you a ton of questions. So, and there's plot holes, and then all of in theories about the plot holes. But I think the plot holes are just there because they didn't attempt for this movie to be a Cloverfield movie, and then they decided to make it a Cloverfield movie. So, it it wasn't good. Um, I have a hard time. I I would need to go back and rewatch it. But here's the thing: I I thought it was so bad that I was contemplating saying Leprechaun in Space was a better <laughs> straight-to-DVD movie <laughs> than this. Um, but then I thought about it, and I have to go back and re-watch Leprechaun in Space, which I didn't I mean, the do. effects no, don't hold up say. on Leprechaun in Space? I'm they, just putting well, it out there. <laughs> they, don't, they do not, but for the time period... Because this movie looked amazing. It did look. It did look very good. It did. But the acting was so bad, besides the main girl. She was great. Everyone else's acting was just mundane and looked like they were reading the script off of cue cards in the background. Um, oh, the guy on Earth was pretty good. Oh, the husband's? Yeah, you the mean? husband was pretty good. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll him too. He's not in the movie nearly as much as no, 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 the, the rest of them. So, but just the whole space crew, and you don't, you don't like anybody. Like you really you have you have no emotions for any of the any of the cast members besides the main girl. Everyone else you're kind of just like, meh. Whatever yeah, happens to you happens to you. All right, all right. Let's let's go ahead and get into spoilers then. Um so if you want to watch the Cloverfield Paradox without having anything spoiled, stop or the show now. Take full advantage of our podcast and just listen to the spoilers and don't go watch it that that's your choice so what what i would say to that frankie that point that you're making is you're right like you're just kind of thrown in with the other people but what how do you say it juju mbathamra is so yeah, good probably in right. in that role like she's so she's great in every role uh including a black mirror episode frankie whenever we decide to keep doing that um yeah so she was very. It's like one of her only like second things she's ever been in or something like that. Or like she's very. She new hasn't been a lot. She is. She is really new. But her and the husband character are so good. Up in, especially the ending. So again, we're in spoilers. The ending when he's like, um, when he's like, "What? Don't send her back here." Like that part. That part took me by surprise. Right. That part was completely out of nowhere and I thought was really well played and a nice turn of uh, your expectations for that moment. Um, But yeah, they felt like they needed to explain a little too much of Cloverfield. Uh, Tim, to your point, this wasn't developed as a Cloverfield movie, but neither was 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right, 100%. It's interesting because 10 Cloverfield Lane, I mean, your opinions may differ, I thought was a really good movie. No, 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 I, I really was good. liked it. I think like it's generally accepted as a good, really good movie. <laughs> yeah, this is like this, this movie is one of those films that like if the Cloverfield universe goes on for like forty years, that they'll make not canon like Star Wars. Well, here's what yeah, right, right. they did, and and spoilers for everybody. It's kind of kind of make it sense to you guys who haven't seen the movie. What what happened was they made it so they went into the whole alternate dimensions. Um, opened up a, uh, you know, a riff in the space-time continuum, and therefore uh, that's how monsters got into this Earth. 
and then there's other Earths. So technically, the other movies could take place on this Earth, or they could take place yeah. on another Earth. They don't ever tell you. You don't know. There's no idea. It's just a big open storyline. That way, they can do whatever they want with it. Um, so either aliens from Ten Cloverfield Lane came over from the Riff in the Universe from a different universe. Are they aliens or are they demons? Because that's are, what yeah. they kind of hinted well, at, which is weird. Or just monsters. Well, the monsters in the I think in Ten Cloverfield Lane they're aliens, and then in the other one they're monsters in the original Cloverfield. In the original Cloverfield, just, yeah. There's just so many plot holes, like with the with comparing it to the original Cloverfield. Like if it takes place after that movie, then why is no one upset about their energy or anything like that in that movie? But that's besides the point. They they left so many open things, and then had things happen and didn't really explain why like yes, when the guy's yeah. arm gets cut off and starts moving like everyone's like what okay and then no explanation yeah, on why so that the happened. sentient arm thing was was yeah. real, real crazy <laughs> like why would his arm be able to write anything yeah it just yeah it was just it was weird it, it looked like but it looked like <clears> they were <throat> trying to do like you know pull from other sci-fi movies and kind of give it that sci-fi feel to it like alien and leprechaun in space yeah what what worked for the first two movies is that those questions don't matter right it doesn't matter where the monster comes from what matters is that you're in this trying to survive right you're at the party you're in this first person point of view you're trying to survive the second movie it doesn't matter what's going on outside of the bomb shelter you're just with these characters trying to survive in this bomb shelter safe from the danger outside but maybe not safe from the danger inside this movie feels like you know rather than doing that let's try to answer some questions and that's where it's just thrown off the rails yeah everything had to be exposited yeah, that's the word. It's, that's definitely a word. It's definitely, it, it, definitely word. it. Uh, there yeah, was, it was, yeah, it was. It, it was. It was rough. I, I don't think in in the comparison to the other two, this is definitely the worst by far. Um, but no, I agree with you, and I think oh, I don't think anybody would yeah. argue that this isn't the worst of the three. It's just I was more. I'm a. I like my. I like things answered type of guy. And if you're gonna, you know, do a prequel or make a movie and connect them, give me more answers than you do questions. And I think it was just a bunch of plot holes. So that's why I really think it's worth watching, unless you for some reason want to watch a bad movie. Um, it so doesn't do, really do it doesn't guys, really answer anything. Questions that you have from the first two movies. Just so, do you guys think um, that the Russian guy ate a bunch of worms in the other universe? for Maybe some reason oh right Maybe it was a dare. <laughs> yeah. i don't know yeah also never explained and they like accept, they don't explain they accept that it happened way too easily like this dude just blows and up then, and a bunch of worms pop out and they're like yeah, i was sure weird. he would have like two sets of organs or something something no but no then, he just no. had a giant metal device in his in his stomach I don't yeah, know. It was it was what? weird. <laughs> but it's worth watching if you like the first two Cloverfield movies and then want to watch the fourth, which is coming out later this year. Yes. Now the fourth. Here, here's the deal, guys. Just just to give some background on the fourth one. Because this is this is the planned third one. Let's just put it that way. This one has been planned, I'm pretty sure, out to be a Cloverfield cl- from closer to the inception process. Okay. And um do you have the plot info pulled up for that one 
I'll pull it up. World War II. It is set in World War II, which is what I feel like this had to this had to set up, right? Cloverfield Paradox, because you there was that line, right? This opens up like multiple this dimensions. Ta- Not yeah, even dimensions in this time, time but yeah. in the past. It's just like what? No, stop it. Yeah. So uh so four is gonna be great. Okay, so question for you guys. So about this, really quick. Yeah, because four I think sounds amazing. Um, but for this oh, one, sarcastic. But go ahead. Would you? No, I think I think it is because it's not going to have anything to do with the present. It's going to be World War Two, D Day, guys drop behind enemy lines, but there's something else going on. It, the, that sounds interesting to me. The current uh, plot is the story of two American soldiers behind enemy lines on D Day. Slash, it's a Cloverfield film, <laughs> which is just yeah, so, that's what drives me nuts. Like, why not just? It could be a good movie without being a Cloverfield film. You know what I mean? Like, don't even try to connect it to Cloverfield. Make it an original story and just don't connect it at all. Don't well, again, they did the same thing with 10 Cloverfield Lane and it worked fine. Yeah. So if if we dissect the first two movies, just back to what you were saying, Ben, the circums, the questions didn't matter. Right. Right. And I think the, what worked really well in the first two was the first one was. Let's take the found footage genre, which at the time was died off, died off. Yeah, let's take it and let's do let's make it set against a sci fi thing with just real people just trying to survive. Right. right. That's interesting. The second one, it was like, all right, we have this great script for like an amazing thriller, but what if the threat is real and what if she does escape? And it's crazy, right? And then we set up this lady to maybe for like a movie way further down where she's like, man, I went through this crazy stuff and I'm ready to fight aliens, right? Right. It was cool. With this one, they can't take the sci-fi genre and add sci-fi to it. Right. Yeah. And it was, that's probably where they fumbled. So with the, with the next one, I have high hopes because they're taking like, let's do a, like a real dunkirk style i'm just kidding uh let's do a real yeah, yeah. world war ii like this is a war pick but it's got this sci-fi twist to it and if the word cloverfield is in the movie somewhere so be it yeah i look they're two for three so i'll give them the benefit of the doubt that's just how it is it's pretty good odds that's that's what i'm going with um but yeah let us know what you think of cloverfield paradox and anything else that we talked about uh frankie where can people connect with us guys like us on facebook facebook.com slash incredible critics uh you hit the like button you'll get all of our updates that we post and twitter uh twitter.com slash three critics pod and go on itunes click the subscribe button leave a comment and let us know what you guys think until next time We are the Incredible Critics. So if this movie was a Black Mirror episode, would you think it was better? It was a Black Mirror episode. It was close. Better than uh, way too long Cloverfield episode. (laughs) Um, I would still like it more than the national anthem. Boom. Okay. Yeah, that that even got Frankie. They were both just as unoriginal. 
That's not, that's not the only okay, thing. Okay, but them. you have to rewatch one of them. Which one are you gonna rewatch? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, if I have to rewatch one of them, the national anthem because it's shorter. <laughs> All right, that's fair. <laughs>